Primetime Review Podcast. My name is Dan. Hey, my name is Brian. This is episode 10 for July 7th, 2019. This is a podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you have feedback, hit us up at theptrshow at gmail.com or tweet at us at theptrshow. All right, episode 10. Double digits. Holiday weekend. Hell yeah. Um, before we start, I have a little pop quiz for you, Dan. Okay. All right. So, um, what the pop quiz is, I'm going to give you a name of the movie and it's, it's from a movie that's done here in Stateside, taken to a country that's outside the United States. So they had to change the name to make it correct in this, uh, in their country. But so that name, I'm going to translate it back to English and you have to guess what that movie is. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So this movie is called Plaything General Mobilization. And what movie do you think that is? Plaything General what? Mobilization. If you need a clue, let me know. Toy Story? Oh, how the hell do you even know that? I just went with Plaything, and I was like, toy. And then <clears throat> story, general mobilization, I would just think like story, a story. So mobilizing, so like you're moving along in a story. Yes, totally correct. Because Man, that was luck. <laughs> <laughs> these are going to be hard if it's like that. Okay. I mean, like, I think we should do one of these every single time we record. I think these are hilarious. <laughs> um, so this idea was brought to me um, through a radio uh, show that you and I listened to uh, with Dave and Chuck. And Dave they were Chuck just, yeah, yeah. Um, and and so what happened was that uh, when they brought Toy Story to China, uh, Toy Story that didn't really translate well. And so they had to, what they like to do in China was that they like to bring some of the plot to the movie, of the movie, to the title of the movie. And that's how you get like the mobilization where, where like they, they gather all the toys and they do one task. So so the Toy Story is, is, is that whole elaborate um, um Plaything general mobilization. I don't get it, but I was right. like, this is kind of weird, but this is awesome as well. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Down. But lucky guess, and that was a really good guess on your end. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. TV shows we watched. Uh, let's see. So I got a couple on here. I got The Widow from Amazon Prime. I actually. I think I've only watched like another episode since we last recorded what two weeks ago. Um, yeah. It's still really good. I do want to get back to it and figure out what's going on in the story. I just a couple other things came upon me that came out that or I had an opportunity to watch. And so I chose to watch those instead. Um, Swamp Thing. We were just talking before the show. I'm caught up until this past Friday, the 5th, July 5th episode. I have not seen that yet. I know you have. So if you want to talk about that in yours, you can. Um, you know what, though? Like, yeah. um, I'm shocked how um, 
spiritual this this show is. Like it, I I thought it was just gonna be like a, a superhero show, but it's not really a superhero show. It's more no, like it's supernatural. Supernatural. Thank you. Supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very supernatural. Um, and I think that was that was part of. Well, I guess I was kind of. I don't want to say. I was put off by it in the beginning before it started. I was, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a, not that I'm not a huge supernatural fan. I mean, like in, in case of scary things, like I know you're going to talk about a movie that I really do like that I thought was awesome. And, um, it's kind of, you know, it's horror. So it is kind of supernatural and swamp thing is in that same genre, I guess I would say. So, I am digging it. I, I like it. Um, it's still not, you know, I don't think as good as Titans or, or Doom Patrol, in my opinion. But uh-huh. um, I do like it. I think the production quality is great on it, you know. Yeah. Not, I don't think it's poor. Um, it's not like watching old movies. Um, it's definitely, I mean, Swamp Thing looks, he looks like you'd imagine Swamp Thing to look like from the comics. He, he looks pretty cool. So I've been digging that part of it, but... um. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I, you know, I, I keep up with it and watch it, but it's not one of my favorites out of the DC universe. So it's not like, oh my god, I got. It's not like it was I was with Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. If I didn't see it Friday or Saturday, I was freaking out. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, I gotta watch. I gotta watch this. So yeah, I mean, like, like for Swamp Thing, I don't know. It's not really clear to me who the bad guy is. Right? They always want to pin it on on the rich guy. Um, yeah but like uh where does the daughter like the spiritual his daughter come into play and how like it's like wants to drag people into the swamp right like is is that daughter like another bad thing that the swamp they need to deal with or is that well, gonna be like kind of like you know well from what i mean because it, it's not really the i mean it's the daughter's fault but i mean she was pulled into the swamp Right. Mm-hmm. So something's in her, the spirits in her. And he even tells Swamp Thing tells Abby at one point, he's like, you know, there's some bad juju out here. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you don't want to mess with this. Get out of here. And uh, so, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen the la- the latest episode, but Abby's kind of starting to figure out something's not right. <laughs> right now. I mean, so really. I think so. Yeah, I think there's kind of like two different. There's two different. Uh, bad guys in a way. There's Southern S- Sutherland. Yeah, Sutherland. Mm-hmm. That dude's bad because he put some bad crap into the swamp, which helped create Swamp Thing, I think, is what we'll find. And then. But years and years and years before that, there was already these bad spirits and bad juju in the, in the swamp. And that's what took his daughter, and she's also the nemesis. So she's she's more the nemesis of Swamp Thing. He's more the nemesis of he he started this whole thing that was getting people sick and hurting in the swamp. I think that for the most part has been cleaned up by Swamp Thing. It seems like he went and took care of most of that stuff, but they keep finding all these supernatural things going on in the swamp. So it's like they're doing two stories within a story. The big story is, or the two big stories is you have the, the arc with his daughter and what she's trying to do. And that's like the main story arc for swamp thing. 
Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the, the Mr. Sutherland's story arc of, you know, what's going on in real life with the real people, even though they don't know of everything going on in the swamp. And, and that's the other story arc. So other people are just like, oh, there's some crazy stuff happening in the swamp all of a sudden, you know. Um, so they don't play that out. But then at the same time, you have like the mystery of the week, which is some other bad juju going on in the swamp. The swamp thing ends up fixing. Yeah, yeah. It's just that like I I was shocked how much supernatural or like spiritual stuff is just catching up. I'm like, mm, I didn't. I the last thing I expected. I like a superhero show with all of this other supernatural stuff. And so, yeah, so there's a lot going on in that show. And then actually there's another story arc that I don't know how much they touched on it in this episode, but I know initially when I was reading about the character and how that character was going to be played out in this show is with your favorite actor on the show, Ian Ziering. Okay. And uh, the blue devil, because like I said, I don't know where it's gone to so far, and I don't even know where they're going to get to it with the series since the series, this is a one and done. But uh, the idea was, and, you know, right now you're finding, or at least from what I've seen, you're finding out he's trapped in this town. He can't leave the town because mm-hmm. he made a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. And eventually he's supposed to put on that costume. And when he does, he's stuck in that costume. Like, he actually becomes the blue devil. So oh. in, the blue, in the blue devil in the comics, it's kind of weird because it's, it's actually like a child. Um, mm-hmm. It's not. There's like, well, wait, maybe there is a grown up blue devil. I think there is a grown up blue devil. So I take that back because I only know the blue devil I've only ever read about was from Teen Titans, um, the comic book. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a blue devil there and it's kid. But he has a mentor. And I think it's actually like his uncle or something like that, who was the blue devil as well. And this kid got somehow cursed or whatever and became the blue devil, just like his uncle did. And. uh, But the blue devil is like a superhero, so he he is a superhero. So it was kind of like, wow, they're actually going to put the blue devil in here. And I was kind of interested to see where that was going to go. But I don't know how far they got into it in the series. We'll have to see as we keep watching. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like in this latest episode, he goes into part of his background of getting stuck into the town they're in. But um, okay, yeah. So it's kind of cool. All right, All that right. deal that he made with the devil. So it does explain more of it in this episode. Uh, it gets into a little bit of it in the background. All right. All right. Uh, then I was given the opportunity to be able to watch some YouTube originals and I watched Cobra Kai season two and I know you don't watch this, but man, I love this show. <laughs> this show is awesome. Uh, by, by now I, it was such a big show last year. I'm sure most people know Cobra Kai is from the karate kid. It kind of takes a, a slant word or a sideways look at the story behind Daniel and Johnny Lawrence uh, Johnny Lawrence reopens the Cobra Kai dojo and uh-huh. starts his own group of kids for the Cobra Kai. Um, so, like people that have not watched the original Karate Kid, would you still suggest that to them? Yeah, I think I think you have to probably start with season one, but yeah, mm-hmm. you could definitely watch it without watching the movies. 
they they do feed you enough backstory um and give you uh oh what do you call it you know glimpses into the past okay um you know they bring a lot of scenes from the movies that yeah you totally can pick up on what's going on um especially for season 1 season 2 and i think it would be uh god one of the podcasts i listened to um cord killers they had a uh a guy on there and he's supposed to go back and watch he's never seen any of the karate kid movies and he's supposed to go watch mm. the show mm. and and see what his take on it is because very easily from just watching the show you would think that the bad guy from the movies is the good guy <laughs> and uh it's kind of flipped around so yeah yeah and uh i'm telling you even watching the old movies you watch this show and there's a lot of times you're rooting for johnny lawrence who's the guy from you know cobra kai which he's the bad guy in the movie so in the movie he's totally you hate him you can't stand him he's the big bully and now in this in this series, a lot of times you're rooting for him. You're like, come on, dude, come on. And he does some things that are good. And you're like, he, he, he's doing it right. He's doing it OK. And it was funny because this second season, man, they make it look like that. These two guys are finally OK. They're finally going to be friends and they're finally going to get along and everything's going to be great. And then there's a huge cliffhanger and it just totally like. I mean, it, it makes it real. Like I was sitting there. <clears throat> this may be spoiler alert. So if, if you're big on this and you haven't seen all of season two yet, go ahead and stop listening. But it's been out a few months already, so I'm not going to uh, worry about it. There's a big fight scene at the end of the season, like the last mm-hmm. episode amongst the kids, not not the adults, uh, but amongst like the a, kids. Is it like a tournament style or kind no. of? No, no, it's at school. Oh, Oh, yeah. wow. OK. Yeah. It's like school starts. I think it's maybe the first day of school or or yeah, I think it's the first day of school. And there's a big fight amongst the kids between the two different dojos. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get up where they're on these landings, like high up in the air and up to a second floor. And I'm sitting there just watching this and I'm just like, you're telling me that these kids aren't throwing each other off of this stuff. And sure enough, man kid goes flying off of one he gets seriously injured and that's the cliffhanger you're like holy crap yeah so it's huge so i mean season three's already been announced for next year so gotta wait a whole another year but wow this show's really good now is like the original like is everybody from the original movie in this like even mr miyagi or is he no mr miyagi's dead oh Pat, pat marita passed away I'm going to say about five years ago. Oh, OK. And yeah. I, I did not know that. Yeah. But no, you have. Ah, oh, so that was the other cliffhanger at the very, very end. So uh, this season brought back a lot of people. So season one, you had Daniel and you had Johnny, obviously, those mm-hmm. two. And then uh, Daniel's mom was in a couple episodes. Then season two, one of the big things is they brought back. The guy who started Cobra Kai, who was the main uh, sensei from that, who's a real, real butthole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, and he plays a very bad character in this. But again, the writers do such a good job that there's stuff going on that you're like, at times you feel bad for him. You're just like, 
Well, I know he's doing really bad stuff, Matt, but you kind of feel for this guy. And <laughs> it's just oh. I, I can't explain it without giving away too much, but it it was like wow. But then you still see the stuff he's doing, and you're like, nah, man. So whatever. But then it, they actually had one episode where they brought back because in the original, you, you've seen the original movie, right? Yeah, a long okay. time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. So, I mean, the main characters in that movie were Daniel, his mom, Mr. Miyagi, which obviously he can't be brought back. Mm-hmm. Then it was the the other. There was the co-guys from Cobra Kai, and it was a group of friends, Johnny and his friends. It was uh, their sensei and then uh, the, the girlfriend. So season one, there was a couple mentions about the girlfriend, Allie. Um Season two, they had one episode where they brought back all of the buddies from Cobra Kai, like the real actors. Um, oh, and they brought back every all of them except one, which was kind of funny because the one they didn't bring back is is actually. I wouldn't say the, I went and looked them up and I wouldn't say they're all not actors anymore, but the one who who is probably the bigger actors or directors these days is uh, is it Chad McQueen? It's Steve McQueen's son. Um, but they talk about him. They mention him. And, and actually, they say he's in prison. <laughs> so, oh, really? Um, yeah. And uh, so he he wasn't in it. But like three of the other guys that were in the original movie come back for an episode. Um, and then this episode, they and that kind of kicks off. They start talking more about Allie again. And... Daniel's married. He's married. He's got two kids, whatever. Johnny, uh, in the storyline, you know, he's I think he's been married or maybe he never was married, but he has a kid, too. But he keeps going back on how, you know, he really loved Allie and things were great about Allie. And he ends up looking her up on Facebook and uh, sending her a message on there. And the very last uh, scene of season two, this is again, spoiler alert, but. Um, he at one point tosses his phone into the, you know, across the beach because he's all mad and upset. And when he tosses his phone, his phone's sitting in the sand and all of a sudden he gets a pop up notice that he got a friend request from Allie. So it looks like they may be bringing Elizabeth Shue to season three. Really? I mean, like, yeah, or at least they're really going to talk up her character. So. From looking at her IMDb, she does not have a whole lot going on, so I'm sure that. Yeah, I mean, she was on CSI before it ended, like the last couple of years of that. Mm-hmm. And I know she's done a little couple things here and there, but nothing major. So, yeah, if if the season two brings in the money that season one did and did as well, and I think it has, then I think they'll have the money to at least get her on an episode or two. So. And it's funny because that's one of the things everybody asks if you watch interviews with Ralph Ralph Macchio or uh, the guy that plays Johnny Lawrence. I can't think of his name. I don't know. Um, If William William Zapka Zapka, yeah, yeah. If you if you look uh, if you look at any interviews that they've done, especially since season two's been out, they ask, "So is she coming? Is she going to be on?" And they're like, "Well, you know, it kind of looks like we got to get her, doesn't it?" So I don't know. (laughs) So they're really teasing it out. They're working. They are. They are definitely. So, That's cool. Yeah. But in, anyhow, if you haven't seen it and you, and you, you know, for that 80s nostalgia, mm-hmm. you got to watch that show, man. You got to watch it. Um, The other thing I did 
was in watching that and having access to YouTube originals was there's one on there called Weird City. And I was talking with you on it and it's Jordan Peele. I think that's who it is. He's part of the creator on this. Who's who's done. He he did all the. Is he the one that does the scary movies? Or he's the one that did Twilight Zone or both. Both. I think both. Um, he did us and now he's doing the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And he did the one before us, too. What was that one? Get out. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. I still haven't watched all of that either. I've seen like the first half hour and that's it. But um, so anyhow, he did this. He, he's part co-creator on Weird City. And it's like I was trying to explain it to you. It's like Twilight Zone. With a lighter tone to it. And it's it's a I think it was a six part series. Each episode and they're all tied together. It's it's just I don't it, it's weird. <laughs> it, it it that's the, the title totally fits it. Each it's just each episode. It's got oh what was the other show we were kind of compare oh uh Black, Black Mirror. Mirror yeah so it's it's Black Mirrorish Twilight Zoneish but not as dark. Um, I mean there's some dark parts to it but for the most part it's just like an odd story or, or storytelling. Like one episode, the first episode is kind of like a love story in a way. Um, but it just got weird take on it. And, but it was it's, good. It was good. Is it funny though? Some of it, some of yeah. it's funny. Some of it's not funny. Some of it's, uh, a little bit kind of gross. And you're kind of like, you're weirded out. I, I mean, weird city totally fits it. I, that's all I can say. Uh, it was good. I would, I would recommend it. And, um, and they're all interconnected somehow between yeah, the episodes. Yeah, yeah. It, it all takes place in a in a city, um, not any particular city, but in a city. And there's there's a certain aspect to the city, and that's what ties them all together, basically. So, yeah, it's it's weird. And a lot of famous people in it. A lot of famous people. Like every episode, there's at least two or three different, like pretty famous famous people in it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, really good. I, I liked it a lot. Cool. Um, Check it out. Then the last thing I've been watching, because I've been talking away here for the last 20 minutes, uh, came out a couple days ago, Stranger Things Season 3. Wow. Uh, yeah? Yeah, good. Good. I'm, uh, I I luckily had some downtime on Friday. Uh, not down downtime, but I had time to have it playing kind of while I was doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. but enough to the point where I could pay attention to it. And I probably paid a little more attention to it than I should have. And I'm already partway through episode five of an eight episode season. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm to that point now where I'm like, man, they're in season five and, and they're just putting things together and figuring this out. How are they going to end it? In episode a five. More episodes. Episode five. Episode five. You say season, what are they? season five. Sorry. Yeah. Episode five. Yeah, and I'm like, there's only, there's only, I only have three and a half episodes to go, and how are they going to end it before then? Because there's gonna, ha- it's gonna get crazy. So, so, are they still playing it up the upside down world? They have, yeah. To, right? Okay. Oh yeah, you're seeing it from a different aspect. Um, or I wouldn't say different aspect, but you're seeing like they took. It's kind of like they took the story from season one, mm-hmm. and some of the things that happened there, and they're mm-hmm. taking part of it. And showing you what else could have happened or gone on with it. But so they're so they're kind of giving you that inside look of, hey, this is more than what we thought from season one. There's more to it. 
and and that's what they're kind of doing. That's where they're playing it out with season three. So now, since I think this is taking uh, um, the time frame of this uh, season season three is on the eighties. Was there? A, do you think there was a huge time jump between season two to season three? So you know, it's funny because it's the summer. It's right before Fourth of July. So I can't remember season two. The older kids in it. Mm-hmm. Were they already seniors? Oh, I don't remember. Because they've all graduated. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's like the summer after their graduation. So I I couldn't remember if they were seniors in the last one or if it's been. And they kind of gave you a glimpse at one point, and I didn't pay big enough attention to it. Because I think season one took place, I think I think it was over the summer. Mm-hmm. And then season two took place, I thought it was over a year later at Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say, and I want to say that may have been 1983, because this one, they, they tell you it's 1984. Oh, so, so it's like a one-year jump. I think uh. it's almost a one-year jump. I think it went from Halloween of 1983 to like 4th of July of 1984. Again, if, if, if you want to prove me wrong, tell us in our feedback. Uh, <laughs> give us feedback. Tell me, nope, you're wrong, Dan. But um, I, I'm pretty sure that's the time jump in it. When, when you watch it, you'll you'll see it, but and you'll probably catch on to it or or can let me know for sure. But I'm I'm pretty sure that's the time jump spacing there. Because uh, I know I do know for sure at one point they said 1984, and, and it's right before, and I do know it's right before the Fourth of July. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 doing it's doing a decent jump time jump in there. But uh, one of the characters. I would say from season two plays a much like I didn't Billy, the the brooding brother who's a jerk. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The redhead girl. Yeah, he plays a much larger role this season. And, you know, I didn't get it last season. Everybody made a big deal. And I don't even I'm not even sure who the actor is, but everybody made a big deal about the actor being on the show. And I thought his role last season was kind of. Waste, I was like. Stu's dumb. He's a big bully, whatever. You know, who cares? This season, he plays a much major role. And, oh. Uh, yeah. I was, like, shocked. And I was like, whoa, okay, this is what you're doing with him. And, okay, here we go. But, yeah, it's kind of funny because they're all split up in their own little groups. Um, You got the younger kids. I think you and me talked about this at work. But you got the younger kids. You got, like, Steve and... uh Oh, he he calls him Henderson all the time, but I can't think what his real name is for the kids or what his real name, his first name with the kids are. But you got him and, and, and the kid that has like no collarbones. Um, <laughs> they're hanging out. No, oh, that's okay. true. They say it in the they say it in the, in the they even say it. That's part of the storyline in one of the episodes. Um, the two of them are hanging out and then you have uh Nancy and and Will's brother, uh-huh, they're, uh-huh. they're doing their own thing, and then you have Hopper and Will's mom, and they got their own thing going on. Winona Ryder, yeah, Winona Ryder. So you got like these four different groups, and you know, just now in episode five, two of them are starting to come together and put things together and be like, "Hey, let's 
something's going on here. And then you can see where the two other groups are kind of heading to that same point as well. Mm-hmm. But and it's funny because the, you got the two groups and then the two groups and they're both going at the same thing, not knowing they're going at the same thing, but they're going at it different, two different ways. So you got two groups coming together and it looks like you got two groups coming together and they're both going at the same thing, but different ways. And then eventually I'm sure they'll all four come together realizing that they're going after the same thing. But I know that doesn't make, that doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but it does if you're watching it. So I'm well, yeah, I will watch it. Um, sounds, sounds like it's going to be like a crazy um, season three, which is, that's what I'm expecting out of. Right? And, I, and I think now this isn't the last season. They said there's one more and then it's done. Oh, really? There's an ending to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure they said there's going to be season four and season four is it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like shocked that they, they, they had that all planned out. I thought it was just kind of like winging as you go. Hmm. No, no. And then, the only other thing I've watched and really doesn't, I mean, we, we hardly, we never talk about these things is, uh, <laughs> on MTV streaming service, me and my wife started watching the challenge, uh, war of the worlds, which was the latest one that came out, but it's already done and over with. We're just, we never, we never got a chance to watch. We haven't watched challenges in years because we never had the opportunity to get on MTV, but, uh, <clears throat> through, uh, uh, the streaming service on Roku, uh, we're able to go on there and watch them now. So we started watching that. So we got through like the first couple episodes of that. But I can't believe they're still doing those challenges. Oh yeah, dude! And those people are on there. And they're they're getting close to their forties themselves. They gotta be right. And they're still doing them. I mean, like, is that all they got going on? <laughs> well, they, I'm sure they get paid decent money to do it. So if you got paid decent money to stay in shape and just go and Drink like crazy and make a fool of yourself. Hey, why not? Why not? So, but that's it for me. What about you? Um, besides watching Swamp Thing, kind of like how you and I were talking about it. Um, the other show that I'm continuing to watch is um, the show on Showtime uh, called Billions. It's between this one billionaire that runs X Capital and how he's making all these deals and making all this money. Um, and then the uh, the Southern District, I think it is, the Southern District, the DA in the Southern District is trying to crack and trying to like see how he's making all these deals and making money to the, um, the DA. Um, he's thinking that X Capital is making all this money because there's insider trading or something shady's going on, and that's why X Capital can make all that money. So, so it's just kind of like this guy with uh, with a billion dollar um, uh, bankroll and trying to um, defend himself against all these other billionaires that is attacking his business. At the same time, he got to defend the DA coming after him. Um, and so that's so that's that's kind of where I am at. I'm at the beginning of season two. Um, the show is okay. Um, I really like season one, but the more I watch it, the more I feel like these are just rich people problems. Like I can't <laughs> relate to anything that they talk about. Yeah. 
um, right? I mean, like, like on season two, the cool thing is that they are trying to buy a um, a pro NFL team, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then the other thing is that they're like, these are just billionaire problems that I, I'm like, I don't have any, you know, relationship or like connection to any of these things. So I, I kind of feel like um the um I'm kind of weaning off the show a little bit in season two. I mean, like it's kind of cool, but at the same time, like eh, it's hard to relate to something like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I mean, well. Um, when we're talking about swamp thing, I mean, I can't relate to a creature in the swamp, but still, it's a good show that I like to enjoy. But like somehow, like this show in billions and the problems that they do go through, and I'm like, man, that's just like a rich people problem. Well, I, the, I, in the case of billions, they're probably trying to make it more realistic, so they're talking about actual things that could happen or go on, and you're you're probably in that sense. I know I'd be like. Yeah, this is never gonna happen to me. So, what's the big? I don't really care. I, that's where I think I would get with it. I'd be like, well, I don't really care. Exactly. Swamp thing. Swamp thing. Yeah, this is never gonna happen to me. But this is science fiction. This is never gonna happen to anybody. So you gotta kind of imagine and go with the flow, and and that you can kind of deal with, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, like the late the the last episode, uh, um, billions, um, the way that he's getting back at that district attorney. Is to buy something that the DA had to sell to keep his lifestyle going. Yeah, gotcha. and, and 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 I'm like, really? That's how you want to spend your money? Just um, is to like buy something that he had to sell to um, to support his lifestyle, um, so that he, he like he like literally spent all this money to buy every edition of that book, of that every first edition of that book that he had to sell to bankroll his lifestyle so that he can like get back at that DA. I mean, like, I mean, yes, he, ha- he has billions, but to me, it's just not money smart. I mean, so, like, so you know what? It's funny because in the last two minutes of what you described to this show, I went from, yeah, I probably won't watch this show to now I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe I will watch this show <laughs> because because what you know what they have to do, like you said, in order to make you interested in this or vested in this show, they have to make you want to root for one of the characters. And mm-hmm. and it, in that way, in the beginning, I was kind of like, man, these people have rich people problems. I'm not rich. I don't <laughs> I don't really care. I'm not watching this show. I was totally turned off by it. But now that you just said that that dude went and bought every first edition of a book just to make the other guy mad, I'm like, ooh, I kind of like that. <laughs> I, could, I could root for a guy doing something like that. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should check this show out. So, I don't know, maybe. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> it, it just book wild because the other thing that I don't understand a whole lot of is how the market um, is played out. So well, since since this is a a a, um, a mutual fund or some kind of like a, a Wall Street kind of show, they throw a lot of Wall Street lingo into the show that I'm like. So that's I what I was gonna ask understand. you. Yeah. See, now that might turn me off again. <laughs> it's a so, roller coaster ride with you today. Yeah, it is kind of. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a ride here, but yeah, that's what I was gonna ask: is how much is it like get into the technical terms of the financial world? 
So, yeah, if you don't understand that, are you going to be able to follow along still? Well, I'm sure you can, um, because that's just like a ways to an end further for Excalibur to make money to do this and this and this and to short this company to make more money to bankroll this to make more money. Um, so, I mean, I can follow along a little bit, but once it get into deep detail, then I, I'm, I'm completely lost. Yeah. At the same time, because that kind of detail is what is going to drive the DA to, to make a case to take X capital to court and trying to pin it on him that, yes, you are doing insider trading. Um, so that like, yeah, in one sense, you don't need to know all the detail about how X capital is making all the money. But in the other sense is that the DA is trying to use that detail to make a case against X capital. Um, so like you do need to know a little bit about how the market uh, works in order for you to follow along on that show. All right. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll wait to hear some more of your reviews before I make a decision. <laughs> it's okay. Man. It was good. The acting is great. Um, just that I'm like, wow, I need to, follow along in detail sometimes it just, it, yeah. just, it just can't be a show that you can like put on the background and and, and keep along right like kind of like you. um walking dead you can you know there's the zombies and then there's people surviving so you can kind of keep it in the background a little bit um but but on this show you got to pay attention to all the little details all right um, the other show i am watching is uh deadwood um yeah. i'm into middle of second season and i was texting you the other day <laughs> like um any moment i'm gonna slip one day and just call somebody a uh, cs um, yeah at, i mean hopefully not at work but like i'm like oh this thing <laughs> um al swearing he's awesome uh, yeah i mean he sometimes you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy because like at season one he just like this jerk and there's just randomly kills people there's like it's a, it's a lawless um camp or town that they're trying to make and then seth bullock come come comes in and become that that you know that calm that yeah, yeah exactly he's the law yeah um but there's so much going on there's so many storyline that that are like juggling and then like l swinger uh, at the beginning of season two, which I'm what uh, that's where I'm at, and he's having like you know, um, health issues. I think he has like a stone inside of his uh, a bladder that that like the doc is trying to get out, and and it's just painful to watch him go through that. And then at the same time, like uh, these these um, government people are coming in and and trying to take away people's uh, claim to the gold land and. And then Al is just battling this it, like this illness of his, and he can't stay on top of it. So like all this dealing and wheeling is going on behind his back, and I'm like, how is L gonna come back from 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 being sick and and keep up with all these changes? So like, I, you can't take a minute off from from being in Al's position and uh, with the town being where it is at, and how it's people are trying to take uh, this from other people. It's it's a darn good show. It's a yeah. lot of going on. Yep. No, I I, I almost want to go back and watch it myself again, but hey, too much other stuff to do at this point. So 
Yeah. Um, and and I'm also I forgot to put this down. I'm watching. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. We uh, they are in episode three or four of Legion, and this is the last season of Legion. No, I never started this. Uh, it's on Hulu, and ah. so I have I have it on there. I could go back and watch it, but I never. I just never did, and I've heard really good things about it. Um, but yeah, I've never I've never gone in and watched it. Um, it's in their last season, um, and it's a and, and right now they are trying to take down um, the main character. I forgot the, uh, I forgot his name now. Um, and I, it's still early. I don't know really what's going on, but um, from what I can tell, I am totally invested in the show. It's amazing. I think the third season right now is the best out of them all. It's it's pretty darn good. So first two season is kind of tough to get through because it's so buck wild. It's so crazy. And now season three, the storytelling is a lot better where you can follow easier and, and, and it's, it's, I think it's more simple. I would say, cause like the first two season, we are getting into the head of the, the main guy. I, I, I do not remember what his name is. The main guy, um, and since he's so crazy, he's so out there that it's hard to keep up from what's going on in his head and, and how they extract the demon out of his head. But now that, um, now that they got through all that and, and the main guy beating David, David Holler. Holler, yeah, David Holler, um, uh, he picked the one side or the other side, um, and how they have to deal with David Holler and his superpowers. Um, it's getting darn good. Darn good, I would say, in this last season. It's Buckwild, though. This show is Buckwild. I can't believe they made it, but it's Buckwild. <laughs> cool. Um, and that's all I've been watching. I know it's been summertime, so hopefully we've been trying to stay outdoors more, but it's too darn hot and humid outside so that we have more time indoors to watch TV shows. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, uh, news and rumors. I got nothing in here. You got a lot. I got. Well, one, no, you got you got one, one thing. thing. We get one down thing. to the movies. You got a lot. So, um, all right. So, one thing that my cousin James got me reading is called. It's a graphic novel for. Uh, it it is called Sandman. Have you heard of it? I've I've heard of it. I've I've always been in a cross. Between getting the the trade paperbacks for Sandman versus Why the Last Man, um, what's that? Why, Why the Last Man is another big cult following, um, kind of in the same vein as Sandman. Um, so I, I've been at a, and then they're making it. They're well, I'll let you get into what you're talking about, but they're doing the same thing with Why the Last Man. Really? Who wrote yeah. that one? Who wrote I, that one? I couldn't tell you. It's uh. I think it's DC based, so it was maybe it was hmm. image, um, but I could uh. be wrong. So, so same man. It's about um, this guy, um, the main character. His name is Dream, and and he got captured and got stuck, um, held prisoner for seventy years. Um, so Dream or has or or like other people call him Morpheus. He had to go through this gauntlet of tests 
and tests and tests to escape from being a prisoner. And and um, and throughout this whole test and gauntlet, he was held prisoner for 70 years. And once he got out, he became a more, I would say, a softer of what he used to be. And and so that like people are not getting nightmares, he, uh, um, people are getting like better dreams. So I think the show it's um it's it's being run by Alan Pettenberg, who who did uh, Wonder Woman, um, Grey's Anatomy. So he's gonna uh, be a um, a showrunner and to write some of the episodes as well as the guy that did the graphic novel neil gaiman um and they're together they're gonna uh, they're gonna um produce this salmon tv show for netflix um so neil gaiman the other thing that he's also doing is gods and angels um uh, on on amazon is that no no bad omen bad omen right is a bad omen on good amazon? omen oh good omen good omen um and he's also doing something else on uh, stars, American Gods on stars. So he's pretty yeah. busy. Those and American Gods. I, I saw the first season. I, I never saw the second season. First season was pretty good. So. Yeah, it's crazy too, right? Yeah. So like, I think Neil Gaiman. Um, he has a wild imagination. He writes really well. Um, there's. Um, there, there's a lot of books out there by him, and and everybody loves what he what he has. So I think right now he's just pushing his novels out there and trying to get TV shows made from him. And and I'm one all for um, having Sandman to be done in a TV show. I can't picture it being done as a movie, like a two hour movie. I can only see it being done as like a, a ten episode or a thirteen episode season of. Um, of, of, of a show uh, so that they can like tell the story really well throughout the 13 episodes, but I can't see them doing a whole movie out of it. So I can't wait to see this. Um, hopefully it comes out next year. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking real quickly before we move on to movies, uh, something we should probably at least mention or talk about. Um, and this probably won't be as big a thing for you. Cause I know you stopped watching the TV show. But I don't know if you're aware, but this week came out the very final issue of the Walking Dead comic. So they finally really? ended the comics for it. Yeah, yeah. Robert wow. Kirkman, the guy who's written it all along since 193 issues. Um, I want to say it started back in 2003, they said. I think that's when the comic started. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that long ago. Maybe it was 2013. I don't know. Anyways, um... He didn't really tell anybody it was going to be the last issue. They had now the last two issues before this last issue. So it would have been issues uh, 191 and 192. They actually killed Rick Grimes in the comics. Mm. Um, he, he finally died. Spoiler and, Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been <laughs> all over. It's, it's been all over the news the last couple of weeks since those issues came out. So. That's not a spoiler. I don't know. I haven't been able to read an article yet to find out how did he end the comic itself. Um, but I know he wasn't telling anybody that it was the last end of the comics. Um, when comics are coming out, they have to send like previews with images mm -hmm. to comic book stores to sh let them know, hey, if you want to order these comics, these, these are the ones you need to order. And him and his 
production company or whatever company i can't even remember anymore if it's image or who it is Uh, maybe image isn't even around anymore i don't know uh but whoever was putting out the walking dead comics they actually put out fake um previews so like they they put out fake uh a picture like of what the cover is going to look like and description of the story um, for for issues 194 and 195 because they didn't want anybody to know 193 was going to actually be the last episode and mm-hmm. then, or the last issue and then when they actually shipped it they said that this is it this is the last comic it's done so just thought I'd bring that up not that that means the TV show's ending although I think they have announced now that this next season is the last season of The Walking Dead they um, kind of have to because everybody's leaving the show it's getting long in the tooth man I know you gave up on it before this season <laughs> Uh, Way before I had a tough time finishing it out and watching the rest of this season. If I know the next season going into it is the last season, I'll probably watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one of these things you stuck with it this long, I might as well. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick as well. So So do you think there's like, did it run out of story to tell or like my, my thing is being OCD. Why can't they do, they do 200? Why can't, I mean, like, you're so close to 200. What, Might as well. That's, like, what, that's what the fans are complaining about. They're like, dude, you didn't even reach the 200. But I don't just And at 200, like, why just leave seven, like, what, seven books out or seven um, um, issues, uh, uh, issues out? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, don't, I don't know. This this last issue supposedly is like the size of three issues. Um, <laughs> so he could have maybe stretched it out to 195. So, yeah, so I, I don't know uh, why he didn't continue it on. I, I think maybe, yeah, he, he it could possibly be he's running out of storyline. Um, I mean, that, that's a lot of 190-some comics. That's a lot of comics. That's a lot of storyline. I mean, that's been going on for years. He's probably ready to move on and do something totally different. Um, he's got the TV shows going on still. He's got the movies about Rick coming out still. So... He's got other things to do, so I mean, I can't, I can't blame the guy. I don't mm. know. So, all right, moving on. Movies we watched. I, I got nothing. I know last episode I said by now I would have watched a, a kids movie. Um, I haven't. Uh, I've seen a couple Disney movies. If we want to talk about that, but I don't think that would fit on here too well right now. <laughs> when I say Disney, I mean like Disney Channel originals. Uh, my kids have been watching a lot of those or Nickelodeon movies on TV lately. So I've been stuck watching those a couple of them. Surprisingly, not bad, but that's beyond besides the point. Um, I, I, I think today we are ta- thinking about taking the kids to go see Toy Story 4. So hopefully I'll have that to talk about next time. But the only thing I've watched um, of recent in the last couple of weeks, uh, Netflix, they do a documentary series. And I don't know if it's out anywhere other than Netflix. I don't know if these are made for Netflix or what, but uh, it's called Generation Iron. It's about guys that do powerlifting, um, mm-hmm. real heavy bodybuilders, not not just physique or things like that, but real like Arnold Schwarzenegger type bodybuilding. Um, and they came out with the third third edition of it, Generation Iron Three. Um, this one kind of took a, a slant on what they were looking at. They were looking at more of uh, bodybuilders in foreign countries. And how they're trying to get the sport popular in their countries. And how they're trying to get their pro cards. And they have a hard time because they're in foreign countries. Like one guy, he's from Iran. 
And because of everything going on between us and Iran, he is oh. not able to get visas to get to the U.S. to be in these competitions. So he has to wait until competitions get to a country close to him that he can get to. And then he goes to there and tries to tries to win or get, you know, far enough that he can get sponsorships or whatnot. And it's it's just a lot of the same. It's it's a lot of these guys in other countries where like one guy was from India uh, mm-hmm. shows guys from India, you know, in Indian got where people from India usually are slender. They're not very muscular or anything. And they talk about how some of this has to do with your bone structure and, you know, your background. And this guy's a vegetarian too, on top of it. So he's, he has a harder time getting his proteins in and his macro macronutrients and things like that. And he, he just, does not have the size to go along with it. So um, it was it was actually pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, these, this is one of those things that I'll watch a little bit here and a little bit there, and I can pick it up and stop it wherever I need to, and you don't, you don't miss out on too much. Um, they do show the female side of the sport as well. And like one of the ladies who ends up winning it, she, uh, she has a fused neck bone or something, or she broke oh, her wow. neck or... Something to show, you know, her kind of comeback, you know, and kind like of one of the pay many. Uh, yeah, something to that effect. I don't know exactly. Um, and then she blew out her ACL also. And, and so it was kind of like her comeback from that. And then, you know, but she's older and she has kids. And then this other woman, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm tw- I think she says she was 23 or 24. She goes, I know I only got a few more years in this sport and I'm done, you know, because I want to have a family and move on. And you can't necessarily do that as a woman. And. So it was kind of interesting takes on on the world of bodybuilding and, you know, some of the guys, you know, they have different categories and some are very serious and some, you know, the, the guys that are in the very serious, you know, ones don't take these guys and the other ones is serious. And this one guy was kind of stuck in between because he's like, I'm not big enough to be in that one, but I could cut, you know, water weight and get down and look really good to be in this one and kind of going back and forth and. I don't know. There's there's different storylines to it, but do they go into like the drugs side of things? Steroids? Like, um, well, not necessarily steroids, but like supplements and and like the other things because like you know it's so highly regulated in that in that bodybuilding world that like uh, they're always drug tested. So like, how do they know whatever they're taking at their country is gonna pass any kind of like? Uh, um, um, tests like a urine test or whatever it may be. Yeah, so so they didn't necessarily do it from a country standpoint. I know in the other, you know, in, in the first one and the second one, it always comes up about steroids, and it came up in this one too. And and you see some of these guys, and they're the, the guys that whose names you heard probably ten years ago all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them sit there and say, "Yeah, everybody does steroids." It's just a fact in this sport. That's what you do. Everybody does steroids. And then there's other ones that like are, are mum on it. And they're like, they're not saying a word. And you're like, I don't know nothing about steroids. I've never done steroids and all this. But then you got like another guy's like, yeah, everybody does steroids. Every, there's not one person who doesn't do steroids. So it's kind of like a back and forth is, you don't yeah. really know who doesn't, who doesn't. But no, they didn't really take on it from the supplement side of it from different countries and that kind of thing. I, I think because most of them, I mean, it's all the same stuff. 
it, it's all made of the same stuff. If you go into any supplement store right now, you pick up two different kinds of whey protein. I mean, it's got whey protein in it. It may have a few very slight verification, you know, uh, not verifications, slight uh, variances. Yeah, um, what else is in there? But it's all pretty much the same stuff. So it it just said like sometimes people like take something that they think is natural and but they but then they'll test positive for something else and they're like, well, you know, it's just from that plant that I took, but then they didn't know yeah. how how like you know it'll test positive with something else, you know. Yeah, no, nah, they they don't really talk. They didn't really get into it too much. So, mm, mm. but it was good. If if you if you get interested, if you're interested in that world of bodybuilding and stuff, not that I'm interested in it. Just I the first one, I, I think I was watching different documentaries on health and things, and I got stuck on it. And I really liked the way the guy produced it and wrote it and and did the documentary. So then I've watched every one since it, when they come out. So mm-hmm. if you like that stuff, it was it was good. Mm, that's cool. That's it for me. Um, so I watch um, two movies that is has been on my list to watch, but have not gotten a chance to. One is um, the uh, the movie called Us, uh, as mentioned before. Um, it was done by um, um, Peel. Is it is it Peel? Peel. Yep. Jordan Peel. Yeah. Um, because I really like Get Out. And and that was really well done, and I enjoyed that movie. And this is his second movie, I want to say that he's he, that that was a follow up to um, Get Out um, for us. Um, I mean, it, this 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 movie is like it was Buck Wild. I'm like, what the heck is going on in this movie? <laughs> um, and it feels like a two hour long uh, Twilight Zone movie. Um, and 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 what this whole movie is about, I mean, you can kind of see it from the trailer, is that this family of four um, went on vacation, and next thing you know, there are these killers that are like exactly like them, and they and when I say exactly like them, they look exactly like every member of this family. Um, the uh, the mom is played by. Um, oh, I'm gonna say her name. I'm gonna butcher her name. Lupita Nyong'o, and the dad is played by uh, the guy from uh, Black Panther. I forgot his name now. And and Duke um, something, I think. Yeah, the big dude, the big dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, it, it was crazy. The whole movie is crazy, and like the whole backstory is. I don't want to ruin it. Is that. I mean, it's been out for so while, like that. Like, if you haven't seen it now, um, um, sport alert is yeah. that like um, a long, long time ago, um, this company found out that like they can create this other version of people. Like, there's gonna be like, let's say, Dan one and Dan two, and that like these two Dan's are always linked. And whatever happened to Dan 1 will happen to Dan 2. Same for what happened to Dan 2 can happen to Dan 1. That's how they, that is how they went about with the science, uh, science test. But then when that test went along, they, they found out that what can happen to Dan 1 will happen to Dan 2, but not vice versa. So, so when they were creating Dan 2, they can't control Dan One, but Dan One can control Dan Two. So, so when they found out about that, 
they can't control like the Dan of real life with the Dan in their lab, um, then they kind of abandon everything so that there's this whole population of people, the second version of everybody down in this pit, this crib. And so that's, um, so the whole movie is about this whole population of, of like copies of the other people rising up and coming out of the ground and killing people. Hmm. And um, so that was like a crazy two hour long uh, Twilight Zone movie. And if you like that kind of stuff, highly recommend it. If you like Twilight Zone movies, kind of like Black Mirror or Weird City, like Dan was talking about, um, if you like that, well, you should totally watch this movie. I'm going to have to check it out then. Um, yeah, yeah. And the other movie that I did watch is It, the, yeah. the latest version of It. Not the old version of it. So like you gotta go watch the old version though, I think. I really yeah. think you do. I well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should watch wait, because the second part well, we'll get into it. But the second part of this movie comes out this year, I think. September in two months. Okay, so maybe you should wait, watch the second part of this movie, and then go back and watch the original that was like a mini series of the week or whatever. Watch that and then compare the two and see how you compare it. Watching mm-hmm. the new one first and then the old one. I saw the old one as a kid. And then now I've watched this new movie. And, and don't get me wrong. I liked it. I really did. But I think I like the original better. So like the original back in uh, mid 80s, I want to say. Right. Uh, no, it was it was I think it was later than that. Later than it, that. I think, I think it was in the 90s. Okay, okay. I'll look it up here. Go ahead. Um, so like the the first movie, like this it movie, it was about these, you know, a uh, group of kids. Um and they're like, like and like stuff starts to happen in, in the town they're in. Um, Nin- 1990. 1990? Okay. 1990. So um so like the first version is just like you know, these kids like kind of going through uh doing their kid things, but then like these random things start to happen, like these other little kids just disappear and and um and this teenager disappears so so something weird is going on and they as a group of kids want to find out figure out what's going on especially one of the main kid his uh little brother got kidnapped and disappeared and he feels like he was you know he was a reason that his little brother um disappeared so he feels like he needs to go find out uh what happened to his little brother georgie um and and the more you watch it the longer you like like the into the story that you get into is that like uh this every 27 years this thing this pennywise comes out and needs to feed on the fear of little kids or feed on the fear of people so that um, he can he can stay alive and, and come back every 27 years. So this is like um, this is taking place in like when the kids are, are, are in their like what like early er, er, early teens. And I think the second episode is going to be taking place 27 years later, where like the kids are grown up into more of an adult um, in, into adult phase. Yeah. Um, so 
I think the second movie, I'm all about it now because I've seen the first one. Now that leads into the second one. Um, and and to me, like this first movie, it it feels like one of those movies that I watch and I really like. Um, when I when I was like you know teenager, it's the movie called Stand by Me, where like there's a group of kids that went out to find a dead body, and and their journey there and journey back, and, and like just you know kids doing kid stuff. So I really like Stand by Me, and I really have that feeling, this nostalgia feeling, that this movie it was was kind of like that. Yeah, no, totally. I uh, yeah, I I I mean I really like this one. Um, but, and I, maybe it's just a nostalgia thing for me. Cause going back to the nineties, I don't know, but the cast, I remember watching the cast that was in that one and the adult cast was like an all-star cast. Um, they had like, uh, Richard Thomas, who was, uh, John boy in the Waltons. Now I never watched the Waltons, but I knew who that actor was. Right. And he was a famous actor. They had the guy, uh, Tim Reed, who was from, uh, Oh, Simon and Simon and WKRP in Cincinnati. He was in it. Ned O'Toole was in it. Harry Anderson, the dude from Night Court, he was in it. Um, uh, John Ritter, he was in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then a couple other actors that you'd seen in different movies. And so seeing it was like almost having like an all star cast. So seeing them all together in the same movie was kind of like, wow, this is kind of different. And I don't know how they're going to do with the second part of the of the the movie compared to the, the miniseries, but in the miniseries, they'd all kind of forgotten about what happened. Um, they, they forgot what happened as they were kids and what went on with, with the, the Pennywise and stuff. And so then they came back 30 years later because the one guy never left the town. And so it started happening again. So he started pulling everybody and saying, Hey, it's happening. It's happening. And they're all like, Oh, dude, you know, we don't want to go back to that. We don't want to think about that again. It was over with. We killed it. And and this guy's telling him, no, it's not. Look, there's it's happening to other kids and we need to stop this. And they all band together then to, to stop it. And yeah, it's whew, it was good. It was it was freaky. I mean, like I said, it was on ABC. So now that this one's in the movies and they could get really gory with it and mm-hmm. really horror type. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it immensely and i'm looking forward to part two so like in the original did they the the series did they do one that's kids and then the second one was adults and 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 yeah how, how works out so, so like the, it started it so in in the miniseries it started like the first i would say 10 15 minutes i think was about as the one guy starting to pull everybody back and then it goes into kid mode and it showed like the first the first night of it was showing what happened when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it never it didn't show all the way to the end. Now, it didn't. And, that, and I'm going to tell you, it was different how the kids stopped it versus how the kids stopped it in the movie. So that was different. It was it was pretty much totally different. Um, but. So it showed most of what was going on and happening with the kids. And then it switches to the adults. And then when you get towards the end, then it showed both. It showed how the kids stopped it. And then it showed how the adults went in and stopped it. So I, I, if I remember this correctly, I mean, that was 20 some years ago, 30 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> almost 30 years ago. So yeah, if, I, if I'm remembering it correctly, I think that's how it went. And uh, 
Yeah, it was it was so it didn't show you. Yeah, it showed you what what happened and it showed you what happened to the kids and everything. But then, like, it, it kind of held off the very end of how the kids stopped it until the end of the miniseries. And then it showed you how the kids did it. And then it showed you what the adults did to, to do it as well. Because the whole thing was is they didn't remember. And mm. So they were trying to remember how did we stop this and what did we do? And we need to go back and revisit this. And, and you know, the whole thing with Pennywise is if you forget about him, he's not there. But if you remember him and believe in him, he's there. Yeah. So, so uh uh, they had to believe to kind of bring him around so they could see him and they could, they could, you know, get bring him back. Yeah. 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 So, but like, I can't picture them getting into like the third movie. Right. Cause like, you know, first movie kids, second movie adults, third movie, like elderly. I mean, like, I mean, I, there's no, no way that, no, 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 right. No, no, no. There, there, there's no way unless, you know, they, you know, say like, hey, the adults had children and their children can um, can can, you know, have some kind of like cross path with Pennywise. And that's how they 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 continue on the storyline. I don't know. But to yeah. me, I can't picture them getting past the second chapter of it. And 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 that's it. That and that'll be the wrap for that storyline. Sure, sure. Um, so, like, the third movie I did watch, which I just watched yesterday, was Spider-Man Far From Home. I didn't think I was going to watch it, but, you know, a buddy called me up and be like, hey, let's do it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Let's do it. And um, and we went out to watch it. Um, it was it was cool, man. I It was a good, funny um, summer movie. Um, yeah. I, w- I enjoyed the crap out of it. I mean, it was hilarious. It was a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Because the last um, Marvel movie that you and I uh, probably saw was the Avengers movie, right? Endgame. It was yep. Endgame, yep. And it was kind of, you know, it was dark. It was the end of, uh, it was wrapping up the Infinity War. Um, so so that was kind of dark. And so uh, this Spider-Man, um, Far From Home, is taking place over at Europe because um, Peter Parker and his um and his friends are going uh, in a summer uh, vacation to Europe um, uh, through school. So, so they were, you know, doing kid stuff, being hilarious, being funny, and um, bad things started to happen. And Mysterio came and saved the day. So, so like how Mysterio come comes in and Mysterio's background story. It was really interesting. I, cool. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, don't spoil ruin it. That. No, it's too yeah. early. Too early on that one. Exactly right. Just first first weekend it came out, so I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody. Um, you know, it, it was really good. It was hilarious, I and mean, and yeah, I can't say too much about it. After, so outside of that, so here's here's the one question I got, and don't don't explain how they explained it if they did explain it, but did they explain or get into the fact that they all were missing for five years and they all came back? Yes and no. I can't say more outside of that. Okay. All yes right. and no. Um, if at they one didn't, point, if if they didn't sit there at one point and say, "Oh, here's so and so. Oh, they're in college now. I'm gonna be mad because that's bull." <laughs> unless, at, unless at one it point, takes a different at, twist. But well, at one point, in at one point, I'm like, "Really? Is that is that how they can explain it? Really?" And then you're like, 
oh, okay, I got you now. Okay. So that's how All I right. I can't say more than that without spoiling the movie. That's fair. That's fair. Right. Okay. Um, now I won't put it. I would put Spider Man Far From Home above Captain Marvel. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. It was hilarious. It was funny. So I think that's that's why I okay. think it's better. It's enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Good summer movie. Okay. Um, cool. that's how I watch. All right. Uh, news and rumors. All right. Um, so we have a long one and a short one. So I'm gonna go through the short one first. Um, it looks like the Disney is doing really well. I don't know how they're doing really well, but they're doing really well with these live action conversion of cartoon movies that um, that are really popular back in, I would say, mid-90s. Um, yeah. First, they did um, Aladdin, right? Did they do yeah. anything else besides Aladdin? Have they oh, done yeah. They've, well, they've already done Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, that's right. They did, uh, oh, did they do Cinderella? No, they have not done Cinderella. Not in, like, yeah. Was they it a theatrical? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Was it theatrical release? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, 2015. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they did Cinderella. Um, Cinderella, did, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I think those may be the only one. I mean, they've done uh, Aladdin, Maleficent. Yeah. Um, and now they're. And now they're doing like Little Mermaid, and they're, I think they're about to do Lion King uh, about to come out. Lion King and Mulan coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Um. So for Little Mermaid, I um, it looks like they found their lead for the for the movie. Ariel is going to be played by, um, Halle Bailey. Yeah. I don't know who she is. When I first saw that, I was like Halle Berry. I'm like Halle Berry's going to play. She's kind of old to play Ariel. <laughs> And then I had to look at it, I'm like, oh, it's not Barry, it's Bailey. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. So I'd uh, I'd kind of look her up to also. Oh, I was gonna think I I thought that you would know who she is from no uh-uh. shows that your daughters watch. No, I've never even heard of that show, Chloe and Hallie. So I'm I'm guessing it's not Disney Channel. There's maybe uh Nick I don't know, Nickelodeon something. or something. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and, you know. I'm hoping that she does really well. She's a, I guess she's a singer. So a lot of these show, a lot of these movies have a lot of um, uh, songs to it. And yeah. so, so I'm sure she's that she'll do well. Be, uh, yeah. She's going to have to be a, uh, uh, a singing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're a singing group. I think I don't think they're TV. Oh, really? I, yeah, I thought she was just, off the bat, I thought she was just, you know, coming from um, a a a, a uh, TV show for uh, for little kids. Yeah, because I'm looking up Chloe X Halley is known for her work. What? I'm confused. I don't know. Shows you how much we know about little kids shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. zero, zero. All right, so that's that. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that she does well, um, but I'm sure Disney's printing money with these remake of live action shows, so I'm sure they'll do well. And I'm sure they did their uh, homework with with uh, Halle Bailey. 
and and she I'm, I'm i'm sure she'll do fine yeah um the other thing that i do want to talk about is our summer movies and yeah. and i think from this variety um article that was just written um the 2019 summer movies have not been doing really well and and so much so that like compare that to 2018 um 2019 is taking a nosedive and and so there's some movies that they listed out and there's some movies that are yet to come out because we are right now in the middle of summer so uh we can only talk about what's been released so far up to date and then we can only speculate what's to come so for me though um i think the start of the summer movie would have been avengers endgame and i think that came out like end of april so from then till now um the july 4th weekend the movies that came out um for example godzilla kings and monsters yeah uh, the dark phoenix uh, men in black international shaft and token those looks like they have been a huge plus for their uh, studios have you seen any of those I have not, and I've heard nothing but bad things about all of them. Right, right, and yeah. um, and like for the for the movies that made a lot of money for for studios, obviously, Avengers Endgame that cross did that cross two billion yet, or about uh, two? No, no, no. Uh-uh. Are they close it, to? It's it's close. Is that what Avatar Avatar's record is? I think I think Avatar is two billion. That's still okay. Like, so it's close to it then. It's only like off by like ten billion. Ten million, yeah. Ten million, yeah. Ten million. Um, and then the other movie that made money, um, which I went to see, um, so it was Giant Wick, and and the other movie that I cannot believe that made, made money was Aladdin. Yeah. Um, and and I think that like the movies that are doing well versus the movie that are not doing well is that the storyline is just not that good, right? For the movies that are being a bust, like uh, Men in Black International, I I I've heard that the storyline just like it's just outplays. There's no fanfare for it, or like or like the story just is boring, you know? There's no Will Smith. There's no. No Will Smith, nobody cares. Yeah, and then like Dark Phoenix, and 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 it's just like you know nobody care about that anymore. I'm like that eh. one. I'm kind of shocked. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know that the other X Men movies, the newer ones that came out in the last few years, were great mm-hmm. as far as box office. But this one, I would have thought would have done way better than it did. But yeah, they're saying that the storyline was not that good. So. Yeah, yeah, mm. and that the budget for that uh, Phoenix Star Phoenix was two hundred million, roughly, and a box office so far is two forty five. So it's a really they they're losing money on this on this movie. Yeah, I mean, I still kind of want to see it, but I don't think I'll go to the movies to see it. I'll wait yeah. till it's out digital or something. But um, all right, so a couple movies that are coming up, and and it's too early call. I think Spider Man Far From Home. It's a Marvel slash Stony, uh, a Sony movie, and that's gonna, it's gonna make money. It's gonna make money. Same for Toy Story. I think that's gonna make money. I mean, you're yep. gonna go see it today, so it's gonna print money. Yep. Um, 
And the other movie is uh, that I think is going to make money is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood done by Tarantino. Um, is, that, is that the one with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio? DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah, yep. And Margot Robbie, yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that should do good. And so like a couple movies that I think is going to bust um, is that Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. I don't think so, man. I don't uh, know who it's. I don't know who it's got to go up against, but dude, the Fast and Furious. They always say every time one of those movies comes out, it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be terrible, and they make tons of money. Yeah, but this one is not with the original crew. It's just only The Rock and Jason Statham. So here's the thing, that could help it. Um, honestly, I think it could. It's not gonna have. So it's not going to have your street racers. Those guys are not going to be totally into this movie because, you know, if it's if it's that cult following versus just the street racers, then yes, it'll do bad. But here's the thing: certain people don't think Vin Diesel's the best actor in the world. Oh, uh, I'd, no. <laughs> I would be one of them. Okay, <laughs> so uh, the fact that he's not in it could help. The Rock is huge right now. You can't say he isn't. With Jason Statham, you know you're going to get some crazy fight scenes. And so you do both of those, The Rock and him, crazy fight scenes, crazy car scenes. I mean, I've already seen some of the scenes and previews that they're doing with the cars in this thing. And, and there's one with a motorcycle where this dude's like standing still. A motorcycle comes spinning at him and he jumps on it and gets up on the motorcycle. It's crazy. I mean, it's unbelievable, but I don't know. It, it looks awesome. And then the fact that there's certain parts of it where they go back to uh, like the rocks heritage and they're doing crazy stuff with like tribal stuff. So now you're bringing in a whole nother culture that's going to be like jumping on this movie. Yeah. So. It's just that like, I'm like, really? Yeah, okay. I'm so not, uh, no, I'm not saying it's not going to be silly, but you're going to have people go watch it. Ah, man, I, I don't know, dude. Like to me, I'm like, this is just one big old explosion after another. And that, that, that's all this movie is going to be right. Well, that's what the last fast and furious movie was, but it <laughs> made millions. So I don't know that one. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you on that one. We'll, we'll see, but go, so, go ahead. So see like, you. um, what's funny was that like when I was watching, um, uh, Spider-Man and the trailer for uh, Hobbs and Shaw came out and then kind of like you were mentioning uh, they went back to Hawaii or whatever it may be and I'm watching that trailer I'm like wait is that the ending I think that's the ending of the movie right there like did they just ruin the movie for me right <laughs> like um, the whole trailer was like hey they're gonna fight with Idris Elba and Idris Elba is all tacked out so that like the rock is going to go take everybody to Hawaii where there's no tech. And that's how he's going to be um, the bad guy with, sure. uh, with like, you know, dumbed down tech. And, and I'm like, there it is. There's the movie right there. Yeah, basically. Yeah, right. You're right. But you know, that going into it, people are still going to pay to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just like they, people pay, uh, um, to watch Titanic when they know that sleep, that that is going to sink. Sink, Yeah, everybody <laughs> died. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. The other movie that I think is going to bust is Dora the movie. Uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, like it's um, it's a live action Dora the movie. I can't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's. I, don't I mean, considering I have seen a few episodes of the cartoon, not a ton, but a few. 
I understand or I mean the movie itself doesn't look bad but it's I mean it looks cheesy don't get me wrong it's a kid movie mm-hmm. I, I would put this up there with spy kids um and oh I yeah you don't have kids but I don't know if you ever saw any spy kid movies I have not I mean, they're not it it's not going to be a good movie. It's just a matter of can a ton and ton and ton and ton of kids get their parents to take them to this. Exactly. That's what it's going to come down to. I mean, like, and is aiming at that age group of kids that are kind of like um, too too young that they that they can't go by themselves. So they have to bring that like a parent need to bring them to it. Yeah. Right. So it's not like a teenager that can like drop them off. Um, and they'll go in and watch it by themselves. It's like, you know, you like little, um, uh, like maybe like nine, 10 kind of, kind of deal. And, and they can go and check it out. But yep. a teenager, I don't think they'll watch it. So it's so narrow for people that, um, uh, it's aimed at such a narrow age group that it's not going to do well, I think. And the last movie, I think I'm, I'm kind of undecided. I think it's going to be good, but maybe not is um, Lion King. I mean, it has like so many, so many um, known actors um, voicing characters in that movie, including James Earl Jones, who did and, the cartoon. Oh, yes, right. And and um, Charles Gambino, um, he's doing Simba, and Beyonce is in it. I mean, right? Is that Beyonce in this too? So uh, I don't know. I don't so know. I'm sure that like it's gonna kill. I'm gonna say it right now, it's gonna kill. It's gonna do better than Aladdin. Uh, yeah, so like if Aladdin did well, this is gonna kill. Yeah, because as long as as long as it doesn't, and from what I've seen, it doesn't look fake. But as long as it doesn't look too fake with these animals talking, it's gonna kill. Because every every like my daughter just last year did the production of of uh, Lion King Junior. I mean, everybody loves the Lion King. The cartoon I think was one of the first cartoons to break some records. Back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, everybody loves the story. Everybody loves the, the idea of the movie. So you're going to not only get like. Our age people going to it for nostalgia reasons. Um, you're going to get the people younger than us even. And then they're going to take their kids. And then right now you just had the Lion Guard. Which was a spinoff of the Lion King. That that was on Disney Channel recently. I think it's done now, but it was on like two or three for two or three seasons. And so, you know, those kids were like, oh, and the parents were like, oh, well, you know, this is from Lion King. And they showed them kids the Lion King movie, you know, if the kids hadn't seen it at that point. And so you're going to get all these people to go see that movie. So Mm -hmm. unless, again, it's going against some other blockbuster like Hobbs and Shaw, (laughs) I still think. I still think Lion King would would outdo Hobbs and Shaw. Actually, that would be the downfall of Hobbs and Shaw is if they're out at the exact same time, like they came out the same weekend or within a week of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the downfall of Hobbs and Shaw. But Lion King is gonna kill. Yeah, I think I I I totally think so. Um, I just because like I mean like uh, I I'm hoping it works well for them, but yeah. I mean, I you never know. You never know. But it it all things point to that that movie should kill it at the box office. Yeah. I mean, like if Aladdin did well, then this has to do well. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so that's all I have. All right. Well, before we get into our outro, I just want to put out there that uh, go out and take a listen to my other podcast. I'm trying podcast. Uh, just 
new episode published out today. It was my first time doing an interview. Oh, really? So, yeah. So uh, I interviewed. Uh, well, I'm not going to say who she is. If you want to, if you want to know, go listen to it. It's the I'm Trying podcast, and uh, it's my first time interviewing. And I interviewed a YouTuber, so uh, <clears throat> should be interesting. So little little shout out for that. We'll have a link in the show notes. But uh, otherwise. Uh, that wraps it up for this week, everyone. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback, remember it's the PTR show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the word to your friends and family. For the PTR show, I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Nerds out. <laughs>